Hello and welcome to This is Oro Valley. This month I'm with Malini Sims, our long-range principal planner for the town of Oro Valley. Hi Malini, how are you doing? Hi Nick, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. It's, uh... I didn't answer your question. I'm doing well too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to pivot back to you. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. <laughs> what have you been up to? Launching the next community's 10-year plan. It's been real fun, but since we, we launched, it's been go, go, go. I only had a very small role in that, and that's kind of how you and I got connected on working on the general plan, but I wanted to sort of illustrate the work you've been doing so people know about it. Not only know about it, but know how they can participate, and then also understand what a general plan is. It is a very, as unknown as it may be, it's probably the community's most best opportunity to uh, get involved and to help guide town decisions. Um, it's the towns, it's our biggest outreach effort we do. Um, and I have confirmed that with communications. <laughs> I mean, so I wasn't offended really when you said yes, that. <laughs> it really is um, our biggest outreach effort. And the reason is, is because it's so important. So Gotcha. Well, I'm excited to dive into that and kind of gain that understanding that I'm clearly lacking. Um, but before that, I also want to give people a chance to kind of get to know you. Tell me a little bit about yourself, your interests, what you spend your time doing, that sort of thing. Sure. So I have lived in Southern Arizona, gosh, 10. I should be able to do math quicker this, than this <laughs> in my head, but it is the afternoon. Um, but 15 years now, it's been a while. Um, lived, though, always in the Four Corners and grew up in our, my teenage years, at least, in Phoenix. Gotcha. So... Moving down here wasn't that of a stretch, that much of a stretch. I really enjoy, I'm really lucky and fortunate that I have a job that I am passionate about. Uh, before I worked for Oro Valley, I did community organizing in the city of Tucson with a small nonprofit. And I love that engagement, like hearing people's thoughts about things and helping coordinating that. And in my free time of my interests, I... I like, I'm a DIY girl. Okay. I Spend have time plenty of home projects that aren't <laughs> finished. I, I'm terrible at it because I start it and then I get bored and they never get finished. So <laughs> my family loves that. I try to do things like that and I have to discourage myself because I'm the same. I don't finish them and they don't end up looking as good as, you know, as I am imagining in my head. So really I just hoard half finished things. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. How about what what sparked your interest in working with communities for for planning things, whether it's nonprofit, like you said, or something like with the town? So I kind of fell into it. Um, even I remember in like middle school and stuff, I was really always interested in housing specifically, but also the built environment and how it influences our lives. Um, because rather than designing things, it is looking more comprehensively of how cities are built and how it, it does influence our even little decisions that whether we're walking somewhere or not mm -hmm. are all influenced by the environment we're around. Yeah, I, as you know, I recently, I'm going to name drop myself, but I just produced a video uh, featuring Bayer Vela, right, about planning, really, uh, his role in it. Obviously, different but it's been a cool look behind the scenes to see just how much planning encompasses mm -hmm. 
And really, I'm a short-term planner in my own life, right? I, it's, it feels hard for me to make a grocery list sometimes. So seeing how we're going to expand trails or have developments come into a community is pretty interesting. Uh, I feel like I'm learning a lot. And I was curious, what do you find cool about it? Why I like planning, and I have to say, not to, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I think your point is absolutely correct that, yeah, not planning a grocery list or something individually is very intimidating and hard and overwhelming. That's also why, in, especially with Ovi's Path Forward, it's a community effort. It's not something that one individual could even remotely undertake or, you know, really figure out the path forward. (laughs) (laughs) It really does take a lot of people and input. But what I like about planning in itself is that it's so dynamic. There's planners that you wouldn't even realize, like TEP has planners. Like there are planners focused on super specific things like transportation, trails, housing. But then there's broader planners looking at, you know, general plans. And so that's why I was kind of driven to it is you can be a planner and one day I'm out measuring sororos and walking, you know, and walking through tech, looking at plants the next day, working on a report, then recording a podcast with you. <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, right. It's just every day is different. And I, I like that about it. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about the sororos, I'm assuming that's related to the initiative I learned about which was the planning team conserving um, saguaros, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell me like a little blurb about that before we get rolling into general plan? Because I just thought that was pretty cool. And that actually stems from the general plan. Okay. So, so perfect there fit. There we go, yeah. Tell me about it. So that was, um, there were a couple projects all in a row that just had so many saguaros on them. And so we really, and it was, you know, thankful for a leadership like Bayer because we, he got us in touch with Pima County. We went on trainings to really figure out what makes a healthy Sororo versus not. And it gave us the education and knowledge we need to have those more um, meaningful conversations as we go through sites and look at what needs to be preserved and what can be transplanted. Gotcha. Well, so, that's very cool. Yeah. It's down to that level of detail that, mm-hmm. you know, I never knew happened. All right. So like I said, I was kind of unfamiliar with what a general plan is. I feel like I have a lot better idea of it now, but I'm still learning. Um, so would you tell me about what a general plan is? And could you touch on how it is something required by state law? Um, but even though it's required by state law, there's a lot of leeway in how we could approach it. Mm-hmm. And what I want to understand is like what kind of sets Oro Valley apart? What makes our approach different? Sure. So the general plan in itself, it is required every 10 years for uh, voter approval. And that's by state law. And the state also does have requirements in terms of what topics are included and what you, and you do have to have like a land use map and goals and policies for specific elements based on your population size. And every jurisdiction in Arizona has to do one um, every 10 years. And we are, this is the first general plan we'll be doing where we've met the population threshold to have, to be state legally required to have every element in the general plan. 
Uh, but where Aura Valley goes above and beyond in one aspect is even in the 2016 general plan, even though we didn't have to have housing, for instance, we did. Um, because we'll always add elements that the community rises to the top. So a very unique aspect of Aura Valley's general plans, even from the 90s, is we've always had a public art or cultural resources elements. That isn't normal in other okay, jurisdictions. gotcha. I did not so know that. it's a big deal. And that's because the communities prioritized that um, for our community or for the town. I think another unique thing is we've always gone above and beyond in terms of getting community outreach or community engagement. Uh, this, for staff, we're really just the coordinators of people and information in this role and this effort. It really is a community-driven process for the plan to even be reflective of the vision and goals. Mm -hmm. We need as much um, participation as possible. And I think that sets us apart. We start three years early. So this OV's Path 4 doesn't have to be on the ballot until 2026. That's when the current general plan expires, if you will. And so most jurisdictions... They will start the process the year of, maybe a couple months before. They'll do a couple public meetings, a couple workshops, and then just do minor updates. And ours, we don't know what the level of update will be yet, but we want to make sure we're reaching everyone. I know I'm asking this off the top of your head. Do you have, in your own opinion, what is kind of a cool inclusion that was community-driven? It could be in any of the areas. I'm just, you know, I want people out there to understand, like, these ideas are coming from the community and then the town will, you know, act on them. Oh, there's like 310 actions. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some that are, I mean, definitely the environmental protection, like the protection of the Saguaros is one. Um, but even having improvements to Naranja Park in the community center, I mean, those stem from goals that the community had. I mean, even like things like increasing transparency with the new websites. Sure, yeah. And using podcasts. I mean, you don't think of those things coming out of a general plan, but, and they're not, it wasn't, you know, have a This Is Aura Valley podcast in the general plan. Right, right. By any means, but even those little steps we're taking, you know, as a community, a lot of it does stem back to something that was in the general plan in terms of a goal. So that was good background on sort of what a general plan is, why it's important. Do you want to talk about the focus areas that are covered in the 2026 general plan? Sure. So the general plan, I do think, often is associated with land use or development, but it's so much more. Uh, we call it a general plan. I think most people do, but it's also referred to as a comprehensive plan, by some, and that's because it really does have a topic for everyone. So public safety, economic development, finances, like the town finances, mm -hmm. um, housing, environment, even uh, water. That's obviously a really important, important one issue. here. Yeah. So, and that's why the general plan, it is um, unique that it takes all these different topic areas creates goals for them, but also make sure it's all tied together and cohesive. So in meeting the community's vision, what do we need to do 
in all of these areas to meet those, that overarching values and vision. Gotcha. So while we're talking about these focus areas, I did want to bring attention to the the new website, which is ovpathforward.com. Mm-hmm. It was a blast working on that with you. <laughs> I really like how it looks. I like how it's laid out. I hope users find it intuitive. What I wanted to tell people is that as time passes, we're going to have more and more information available on that in regards to these focus areas. And so users can get on, community members can get on and and learn about the history of Oro Valley or the housing challenges we're going to face in the next 10 years and kind of get that background that could inform them with their suggestions or, you know, comments and concerns, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I hope everyone goes on to the website and register. Registration is super quick and and free and free. Um, and the only reason we're asking people to register is honestly just so we can get more information and also so you can participate. So you can go on without registering, still visit the site and check out all the information. If you don't want to participate online, still go to the website because you can see where OV Path Forward will be out in the community. Stop by. We had a wonderful woman from... Um, Catalina, who knew we were going to be at Big Wash Trailhead this weekend, stopped by and said, hey, I just knew you were here. This is the closest place to me, so I have some questions. We had a great chat. Understanding online is not for everyone, but it is maybe more convenient for some folks, so go online. Um, We also will be, as you said, there's questions rolling out all the time. So don't go there once, bookmark it, go there often um, so that you can participate in all the conversations. And then also you can like us on Facebook or Instagram. I saw the new Instagram and I did like you guys. Okay, Great job. Is that you? It's uh, Renee and I. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're doing and it. And Alex, sorry. There's a great a job. On There's that. a team. <laughs> it's a team. Yeah. You can take credit here. They're not going to listen. No. <laughs> um, or I won't tell them. I'm so web-minded since that's like my job here, right? But um, I've been seeing the Instagram posts of all the different locations. And well, let me toot your accomplishments for a bit. Um, This is the second general plan effort in a row, maybe more, that's been recognized for its engagement plan efforts, right? Yeah, for its public outreach, yeah. Okay. And I think obviously a big part of that is because your team is really thinking about where and how to get responses from people. You have options. I mean, you can you can participate on something like the website, or you can go to all of these community events. So what kinds of community events are you at? Do you wanna drop any ones that are coming up um, you know, in, in the near future? Sure. Uh, so yeah, and honestly, that came out of a resident advisory group. And for anybody who took the general plan survey, that was where that was so helpful to even know what people want and how they want to engage. Um, and so we'll be, let's see, we're okay. going to be at Honeybee Canyon Park um, Thanksgiving weekend that Sunday. So if friends or family are in town, great place to take them to see the unique nature, natural beauty. True. Of Love Ore that Valley. Yeah. So we'll be there from 8 to 1030 in the morning on Sunday, the 26th. And then, of course, Man, right after Thanksgiving, well, already it's like Christmas, right? Right, right after Thanksgiving, right. it's real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so uh, we'll be at the tree lighting event. Cool. So find the OV Path Forward booth there. Very popular event. So yep. I'm sure you'll get a ton of people. So we'll be there that Saturday from 3 to 6. And then at Steam Pump for the second Saturday Farmer's Market mm -hmm. and Maker's Market that following Saturday. So perfect time to get some unique gifts. And you were just there, so right? We were, yeah. Did you get any of the... F I like to recommend the food trucks always whenever this comes up. Planet of the Crepes is so good. There were a lot of crepes walking around. I did not get one, but yeah. I missed out, but next time. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we always go to these events and we can smell it all. By the time we're wrapped up, they're gone. Oh, no. <laughs> so we have to get there early. And then we'll be at the Let It Snow... Snow OV. Let, let it, I don't know what it's called. I think it's Snow. Let it snow V. Snow V. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'm excited for that. That will be fun. So lots of opportunities for people. And we want more. So if, you know, any listeners, if you frequent a business or a park or a place, let us know. We got a lot of good ideas this past week of even being at Naranja Park on a Thursday night. Apparently that's where the soccer and sports soccer's happening or okay. sports yeah we want to meet the community out where they are we do not want them to have to i will you know come to town hall so before we sign off i thought it would be kind of cool if you could share some of the suggestions um that have been coming in or some of the comments that have been coming in just so you yeah. know um others could get an idea about the sorts of topics they could bring up because there's so many things you could talk about it's sort of overwhelming and it would be cool to kind of give a sense of that yeah, so right now, I mean, our three main questions that we're out there trying to get answers to are what people like best about the town, uh, what it should be known for. I think every 10 years is a good time to ask that question, to be honest. And then also what the biggest challenges are going to be for the next 10 years. Gotcha. And a lot of things that I think does make Oro Valley unique are coming out through people's responses. And especially that's just the sense of community that Oro Valley has um, and the friendliness of people and also uh, the views and the natural beauty and just all the opportunities for recreation. I know we always get uh, positive comments about the feelings of safety. Yes. In the community too. Also, right. Um, and that's also kind of it delves in the, the what people like and what people, or Valley should be known for always overlap. Sure. But definitely being one of the safest communities is a big item that people are telling us for what it should be known for. Um, and then the challenges, a lot of, I mean, they're spot on. It's, you know, of course, we need to be planning for um, water use as we. Yeah, I mean, we're a desert, as right? The, the state is, right? Um, also, uh, as we approach you know, almost being out of land to develop, that does spark a new set of conversations in terms of um, how to plan for that and planning for redevelopment. So uh, that's been common as well. And then, you know, traffic, what comes with that as you continue to, as you, we continue to grow. Right. Well, Malini, this is clearly a really interesting time. Um, I'm glad that you were on the show so that we can kind of get we can get word out about the general plan and how to participate. So once again, that's ovpathforward.com. We want to see all of you there. I'm the web traffic monitor, so I'll know if you're going. Um, do you want to say any last words to the community about the plan? We're a resource for the community 
And this is ultimately the community's plan, so we want to make sure it reflects their values and vision. Sounds perfect. This has been This Is Oro Valley. Once again, this has been Malini Sims. Malini, thank you for joining me. Thanks. Stay tuned. Make sure you listen to all of our episodes. Some really exciting guests coming down the pipeline. We'll see you then. Bye.